What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the John Dawson Perspective Podcast. I hope you guys are doing great and you're staying blessed, staying amazing, staying motivated, staying excited, all those things that I always say over and over and over again, because I really do feel like that's how you need to live your life. Because you can be upset, you can be complaining, you can be disappointed. Um, does it help you? No. Does it hinder you? Absolutely. So, I mean, you just got to gotta weigh in, weigh in your options. Risk versus reward. If I feel and dwell on this, will that reward me or will it hinder me? Cheesy? Yes. Accurate? Also, yes. Um, first off, I want to say, guys, if you want to, go to muchlovestore.com. We got some new stuff up there. Uh, we hope you find something that you absolutely love so that you can rep America, rep motivation, and rep just the all-around work hard for what you want mentality. Again, that's muchlovestore.com. Go check it out. Anyway, guys, today, a little bit different. I mean, everything's kind of be different. I mean, I feel like a whole, our whole world is different. So everything that I'm doing now is, is just in a different um, approach, right? I'm not trying to advocate for any type of political party, any type of candidate, any type of direction. Well, I mean, kind of direction. What I'm trying to campaign for is people taking their, their, their livelihood into their own hands. We spend so much time being dependent on other factors to make sure that we can continue down our path rather than taking things into our own hands and trying to become better in our own right, if that makes sense. I've been getting into, I don't want to say arguments, but I've been getting into a lot of discussions about the black community and moving forward and all this different stuff. And it's been very frustrating to me to talk about this because when you think about it honestly, the black community has been getting played for years and years and years, and we call it oppression, yet we don't like to say it's directly correlated with our presentation and our decisions, if, if that makes sense, right? So, so we, and this, this is going to get political a little bit here, but just, just to give you an idea of, of the direction we choose, we choose to go, regardless of the manipulation involved, is we had a candidate that said, I don't want to create any type of plans for the black community. I'm not making you any promises. I'm not going to even write up uh, 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 an idea of what I'm going to present. I'm going to say, let's talk after I'm elected, right? So basically we have one man that gave us nothing except for a let's talk after I'm elected. And then we had another man, which we all despise so much, who said, BLM has been protesting for almost a year now. They're asking for these specific things. Let me sit down with, I guess you could call him a black leader, Ice Cube, and create something called the Platinum Plan. Let's give them everything they've been asking for for the last six months. And if you want to, the last however many years, let's give them everything they want to ask for in this plan called the Platinum Plan. And, and, and we're going to implement this in my second term. And black people scream even louder pandering right right so so we ask for these things we ask we ask we want to be heard we want to be respected we want to we want to be listened to and then someone listens and gives us a proposition and we're like ah but see you pandered you're you're pandering you're only doing it to get reelected. we're gonna go with the guy who made no promises for us who literally has no plan in, uh, of attack who literally doesn't care about us and hasn't had a plan for us for 47 years as a matter of fact has done more hindering in our in our in our culture than anything we're going to go with him over the guy who legit sat down, created a plan, has done things for the black community, even though he does not advertise it. We're going to we're going to kick him out and we're going to go with the guy who has promised for 47 years and yet to deliver once. That's the black community choosing bullshit over actual tangible track record proven results 
on, on a side that they just feel like they shouldn't support. That's what we do, right? We want this. Here you go. Like someone, someone in my comment section said it great. It's like we, we scream and, and, and yell for cake and then someone puts the cake in front of us and we say, yeah, uh, we don't want to eat that because you're a racist, right? right? So we have families that adopt black children and we're like, oh yeah, you're doing our, our country and our world a service by giving these kids opportunity. But the black community wants to say, no, you're just hiding your racism, right? Oh, I really, I really want to help the black community. Here, here's me trying to encourage you and move you forward. But, oh, but, but your title is different than the title that I have. Therefore, you're a racist. Like, it's not about actual action. It's not about actual implementation. It's not about actual legislation and bills and executive orders that are being passed. The black community could care less about that. Or it seems. Because if we did care about that, right? If we did care about that, it seems like we would be voting different. Regardless of if it actually happened, Trump maybe would do absolutely nothing, right? But at some point, just as a critical thinker like I am, I have to think, if I have been going left every time in my entire life and I am still in a bad position, the next time I get a choice, I'm just going to go right. Because, I mean, let's be real. What could be a worse outcome? At some point, at some point... We need to wake up and say, look, we've got to revamp this whole ideology behind black people having to go left every time. It, it, it's, it's aggravating to me. And, and, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's the reason it's so aggravating is because there are people out there. They're, they're my people, your people, worried trying to make a better America and they get lied to every time and they buy it hook, line, and sinker. We just want to be heard. We just want to be respected. Okay, so then when someone hears you and respects you, why do you disrespect them by saying, oh, you're just pandering, right? We're so fearful that people have lied to us because people have lied to us for so many years and, and we're like, we don't trust politicians because they lie to us every time. And then we trust the ones who have been lying to us and we don't give the guy who has never lied to us a chance. And this is not necessarily Trump. This is, this is moving forward. This is just anybody, right? We're stuck in a rut to where the system that we despise is getting broken down and revamped. And we are so harnessed by that system that somehow that same exact system chains us up and convinces us to fix the system that we hate and tear down the implementation of change. All while telling us that we're fighting for change, right? Fight for change. Give us the white man that literally has been involved in the system since day one. We want change, but get the man out of there that the system is hating. Common friends, or, or what's the phrase? Uh, 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 friends over common enemies, right? Is that how it goes? Friends over common enemies. So you might not like each other, but because you have the same common enemy, you're like, all right, well, let's just destroy our common enemy first together. And then we'll, we'll, we'll you know, dispute our differences and, and work on that. But, but as the black community, 
as, as a majority, I, will, I would have to say, and if it's not you, I'm not talking to you. We choose to let the system manipulate us over and over and over again while screaming that it's the system's fault that we're in the position that we're in. And this goes for all Americans. We're so upset with the way life is, yet we choose to go down the path of what made life this way. Right? We want peace. We want peace. And then we get peace for four years, the first time in however long that we haven't gone into a new war. And day one with a Democrat administration, we are back in it, dropping troops where they don't belong. And we are still yelling and screaming from the rooftop, rooftops that Trump was the most divisive president. No, that's bullshit. The media is the most divisive anything anywhere. Trump did this, Trump did that. No, Trump actually didn't. The media did that. The media planted those. The media said this. The media said that. The media pinned you against him. Trump wasn't doing anything. They didn't talk about the HBCUs. They didn't talk about the, the, the nation or the global uh, um, uh, uh, homosexuality launch to try to decriminalize homosexuality across the world. They didn't want to talk about that. They didn't want to talk about the, 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 the gay uh, uh, um, uh, appointed uh, uh, director. They don't want to talk about all the things that the black community has received, all the, all the unemployment, the economy, the, the business growth, the independence from uh, government to, to, to citizens. He, that no one wants to talk about the fact that he put opportunity in the people's hands and was taking away the power of the government. Now we literally voted in someone who wants to give power to the government, protect the government from the people rather than protecting the people from the government. And that is completely messed up. We say we want small government. Then we go with someone who's like, look, the government's going to handle this country for the next however many years while we implement, while we implement all this new green structure. And no one wants to think about, wait, so the government is going to be in control of our entire lives for however many years until we're all of a sudden back to this Green New Deal situation. And once that's all implemented, they're just going to give back all of our freedoms and all of our independence. I highly doubt it. When you grab power, you don't give it back unless someone takes it back. So we're just creating an opportunity for us to need to take our freedom back. And nobody wants to do that. And, and the reason I talk about the black community and, 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 and the Democrats pandering to black people so frequently is because that's the most blatant way to see the manipulation, right? We're all getting manipulated, right? Blacks, whites, Muslims, everybody. We're all getting manipulated. But the only race that I feel is very blatant of how they've been manipulated over and over and over and over and over again to where you can literally track it is the black community. And people get offended when I use this analogy, but it's like you have a dog in a cage, a, 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 a protection dog, a guard dog, a, a fighting dog. Every time someone steps to you, you let that dog out and it barks, it barks, it barks, and then you put it back in the cage when you no longer need it to bark, right? You give it enough food to where it doesn't run away, but not enough to make it thrive and be independent to where it could go off on its own and, and escape. So that every time you need that dog to come out and bark, you just open the cage and say, hey, if you bark, I'll give you a bone once you get back in your cage. Except in this case, we don't even get thrown a bone, right? We just get empty promises. The media is dangerous, man. The media is dangerous, and, and, and I don't, it does not matter what side of the spectrum you're on, the media is dangerous to everyone. We don't realize the monopoly on our freedom of speech, right? Because it's not freedom of speech when you're using a private platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, 
Those are private. So, so the fact that all of our communication is done on a private server, meaning that 90% of the freedom of speech we exercise is technically not freedom of speech. If you're having conversations of your, with your family over Facebook, if you're having conversations with your family over Twitter, Instagram, that's not freedom of speech. That's you using a private platform to have a conversation. So therefore, when they don't like what you're saying, you might think your freedom of speech is being taken away, but they have every right to do it. So think about who has the power to shut down communication and to literally dismantle freedom of speech with never, without even dismantling freedom of speech, right? Section 230 is the most dangerous thing that we have out there right now. We can literally, we are literally running, they are literally running the world through social media because that social media has the power of billions of daily active users that find their information there. If I keep my kids locked up in a room and whenever they want information, I go in there and tell them exactly what I want them to know, but not what's actually happening. Would they possibly know that there's something else out there? No. So if you go on social media and you try to find something, but the only thing you see is a one-sided view, regardless of if it's true or not, but you can't see the argument uh, from the opposing side, what are you going to believe? You're going to believe the only information you can find, which is what they want to put in front of you. We aren't there yet, but we are getting closer and we are moving faster than we ever have towards that. We have troops turning their backs on the president. Insane. We have the White House kicking out troops into parking structures. Insane. We have our new president day one trying to put troops back into Iraq. Insane. This is two days into a new presidency. We have conservatives continually being silenced. We have black voices continuing to be stifled by purely, regardless if I agree with them or not, Black Lives Matter, I'm not a fan of it, but their voices are still getting shut down. Nonetheless, they're no longer needed. I despise Black Lives Matter, but I'm sad to see it happen again where you fight for something that they truly believe in and then you get shut down because you're no longer needed because you divided enough, they conquered, and now they're putting you right back into that cage to be like, all right, thanks, bet we'll pull you out next four years. May we might pull you out in two years when we got the when we got the uh, primaries or not the primaries the um, the uh, I'm blanking on the name you know what I'm talking about um, blanking but at some point we got to understand no one's coming to save us no one's coming to free us no one's coming to save our system at some point in time we've got to realize this one thing regardless of if you're conservative liberal black white. The government is not here for you. The government is here for them. Okay. To be honest, we need to break this down to class more than anything. If you contribute to the big money players, you are safe. If you don't contribute enough to the big money players, you are completely irrelevant and unneeded. Race has nothing to do with it. Joe Schmo over there and, 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 and whoever else over there, black and white, they don't care about either one of you. And that's what people aren't realizing. The Democrats are so excited that conservatives are being silenced and conservatives are so mad that they're getting treated unfairly when people don't realize, look, (laughs) we all are getting screwed. It's just one person might get it before the other, but it's all coming down the same way on everybody. So let's not be like the black community for the last however many years where we buy it hook, line, and sinker. We listen to it, hook, line, and sinker. And we're like, yeah, these people who put us in this position are totally down to get us out of it. No, they're not. 
At some point, we have to come together as a people, excluding the government, and realize what is best for our country moving forward. And we all need to get on the same page somehow. We all need to spread love and extend uh, a peace towards those who maybe have, have minor differences. But let's be real. We all have the same common goal. Most of us, excuse me, most of us have the same common goal of freedom and, 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 and opportunity for us to do whatever we want. Right. So we need to stop all the petty arguments, stop all the minor divisiveness just because we disagree, because someone believes this or someone believes that or someone doesn't believe your conspiracy theory and they're making fun of you for it. Who cares if we can get on the same page on one thing, which is we do not want our freedom taken away. You would be surprised at how many people would align with your view. I mean, how many people go to family dinners? We all love each other, but we don't agree on the majority, but we do agree on one thing. We appreciate the human interaction that we have around us, and we appreciate the ability to gather with one another and hang out. We're losing sight of what's really important in this moment, and that is the fact that we need to come together because right now we are so divided. I mean, shit, I wouldn't be surprised if we're two separate countries here in a little bit. Hopefully Texas is one by itself. That would be nice. And I'll leave you with this. And I started this analogy using the black community, but I'm going to use this analogy as American citizens, proud Americans. If, if your landlord calls up the punk kid in the neighborhood and says, hey, go down to John's house, throw a rock through his window. That kid runs down to my house and he throws a rock through my window. My window breaks. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? This isn't my house. I'm just renting it. I better call the landlord. What's up, landlord? Um, some punk kid threw a rock through my window. Can you come fix my window? And the landlord's like, all right, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'll be down there in a few hours. A few hours go by, the landlord hasn't shown up to fix the window that the punk kid broke. Two days go by, two weeks, two months, two years, 10 years, 75 years, 100 years go by. The window's still broken. The landlord broke it. He told the kid to go break it because he wanted me to move out. But instead of me moving out, I'm just living in these elements that suck. The bugs, the rain, the snow, everything's getting through my window because it's broken. And the landlord's like, this guy just needs to leave. I'm not going to fix it until he just leaves and quits. And I keep calling that landlord who's trying to get me out of the house and asking him to fix my problems for me. At some point, when are we as citizens going to be like, you know what? The landlord's not coming. He's not. And maybe we do get a landlord, but then he gets kicked out and he, he gets kicked out by whoever else is in charge. Maybe it's a property manager. Kicks out, gets kicked out. And we're waiting for this landlord. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Instead of just getting up and fixing the damn window ourselves. Coming together and realizing that this is what we need to fix together. And then once we fix that window, all of a sudden we have the ability to move forward in life. And not get pummeled by the elements and pummeled by all these different moving pieces of, yeah, we'll send the guy out there. Oh, well, he's busy. Well, he's this. He's that. The excuses that we are accepting of are absolutely mind-blowing. Get up and fix your damn window. I don't care if it's going to cost you a little extra time and a little extra money that you shouldn't have to pay. Life's not fair. Get out and fix your damn window and move forward from there. Stop asking everyone else to change and make a perfect scenario with the perfect president, the perfect legislation, everything that you just align with, everything that's just perfect for you, and then you can fix things. No, it's never going to be that way. It never will be that way. At some point, the people have to make it happen for themselves.
That's just my opinion. Think about it. Much love to you guys. I appreciate you guys. Spread love, not hate, because that's what we need right now is unity and respect. And I know some people that you are going to have to give to give respect to don't deserve respect. But let's be real. None of us deserve respect. If you want to take this biblical, we all fall short of the glory of God, right? So even when you don't want to give respect, give it. It doesn't mean you have to condone what they're doing, but show respect to those who you disagree with. Because what's the point of spewing hate? Just my just my thoughts. I appreciate you guys. Much love to you guys. Stay positive. Stay motivated. Go get done what you got to get done.